Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by one of our newest and favorite sponsors, and that is Photo IQ. Photo IQ offers digital photography online courses like none other of its kind. Okay, it's explained simply, concisely. There's no jargon, no overcomplications, and there are lessons for from beginner to intermediate photographer from ages 13 and up. It's the only digital photography course of its kind that offers online um, quizzes, personal feedback. You get to upload your your homework, and it'll help you build your own portfolio. It's going to be more in depth than anything you've probably taken in high school, and even if you took some like freshman level courses in college. Okay, and you can do this all socially distance from home you know we're all stuck in our houses under these uh lockdown restrictions and you know some of your schools aren't open well this is a great way to learn a new skill maybe develop an alternate source of income and get that side gig starting to sort of free yourself up so what i need you to do is go to photoiq.co and use the promo code fiction to get you 10% off. He offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. You got nothing to lose. So ditch those pathetic sunset pictures you guys have been taking. Go to photoiq.co, use promo code FICTION, and start learning how to take anything from camera basics, still life, food, landscapes, portraits, black and white, action photos, everything that you could possibly imagine. He's got a course for it. It's going to be better than anything you can find on YouTube. So go to photoiq.co and use promo code FICTION. All right, let's get on with the show. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceilings does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Peddling Fiction, a special Thanksgiving episode. Happy birthday, everybody. And I do apologize. I know it's been a while since the last episode. I ended up going on an impromptu little vacation trip to, I shot over to Cancun, Tulum area, and um, just Took a few days, a little vacation from my vacation, if you will. I had never been over to the Gulf side of Mexico, and I had a, a good excuse to go for a few days. And, you know, I just, I headed out on Friday. Well, at least I tried to head out on Friday. What ended up happening was, and uh, boy, Aero Mexico can, uh, can suck me, <laughs> but um, they're the only airline that flew to, to Cancun from Puerto Vallarta. So I got on the plane. You know, it was like an, I think it was an 11, uh, 11 o'clock flight, something like that. And we were just sitting on the tarmac on this hot ass plane. The air kept cutting in and out for, for two and a half hours. Uh, I'm sitting on this plane. They're not letting us off. 
and everybody's dying. We're absolutely dying. Now, everyone's got their masks off now. They're fanning themselves with the magazines or whatever they had in the, in the seat uh, pouch in front of them. So uh, coronavirus restrictions just went out the window because we were just dying on a hot plane for hours on end. And then, I don't know, the guy mumbled something over the uh, the intercom, couldn't make it out. Nobody's telling us anything. They um, And then they just start shuffling us off the plane. So we get off the plane after sitting on it for two and a half hours. The flight was only going to be an hour and a half to Mexico City, by the way. So um, I had a connection in Mexico City, which I now missed. And um, they put us on a shuffle and they just dump us off at the fucking terminal with no explanation as to what's going on. Nobody has any idea what to do. We're all just kind of standing there with our dicks in our hands like a bunch of fucking idiots. And... There's one guy, there's one poor fucking bastard at the terminal, and he's got to deal with every, with the entire plane of people, and they're just, everyone just swarms to him, throwing their fucking boarding passes at him, he's doing like eight things at once, ended up standing there for another two hours, just trying to get my flight sorted out, and of course, by the time he gets to me... I'm literally the last, uh, the second to last person that he helped, even though I was at the front of this herd of fucking people. I was, I was standing like two inches away from this guy for like 45 minutes and he's helping other people. And then people would just come up and start talking to him and he'd start helping them. And it was just the most frustrating fucking experience of my life. And of course the, the flight, the last connecting flight that I could have made in Mexico city was overbooked. So the um, <laughs> instead of risking having to spend the night in Mexico City, I decided to go home and catch the first flight out the following morning at 6 a.m. So that was a fun day. I spent about six and a half hours at the airport. You know, I got there probably around like uh, an hour and a half before my flight, something like that, and I was hanging out in the lounge, which was great. And if I had known it was going to take this guy two and a half hours to fucking deal with me, I would have just gone back to the lounge and continued drinking. But nope, I stood there like a lemming, and it was just a really, really frustrating day. And I, I came back Friday, and I was planning on trying to get an episode out to you guys before I left. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because I, I knew I was going to miss Monday's episode. Well, actually, I didn't know I was going to miss Mondays, but um, I was kind of sure that if I did something on Monday, it wasn't going to be great because I wasn't bringing my mic with me, and I, I wasn't sure how much time I was going to have to to do the episode and everything like that. But um, anyway, made it to Cancun, uh, had a great time, and the the people I was uh, I was meeting some friends there, and they one of them their plans they ended up staying longer, so I couldn't do a, a Monday episode. And I got back yesterday. Yeah, it was a it was a nice little vacation. You know, I don't really understand the appeal of Cancun. I I, I mean, the beaches are great, the water's incredible, but you know, just hanging out at like an all inclusive something like that it just is kind of uh, I, I don't know, not my cup of tea exactly. Uh, I I did get over to uh, Isla Mujeres, which was really nice, and then down to Tulum briefly. I I had to cut the trip kind of short just for uh, some other reasons. So I don't, I don't really think I got to do it correctly. I, I did get to, to see a couple, uh, some runes or whatever, and that was kind of fun. But anyway, it was a nice little vacay. And uh, here I am back in Puerto Vallarta for Thanksgiving. 
don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I, I might meet up with some friends and have some dinner or something like that. But I did have an episode that I was prepping for on Friday, and then I just sort of hit a brick wall and totally just, I, it got too late at night, and I just couldn't, I, I couldn't get it out. And, I, you know, I thought about covering it on today's episode, but, you know, it's Thanksgiving, and I just, I was sitting here thinking about, you know, all the things that I'm grateful for. You know, I'm not like I said, I'm in Puerto Vallarta, so I don't get to go uh, see my family for for this Thanksgiving. Th- those plans kind of fell apart. I decided to stay here. But, you know, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays that we celebrate for a few different reasons. And even though I've had a lot of bad luck on actual Thanksgiving Day, just growing up, there was always... It, uh, like some of the worst things that happened <laughs> to me um, personally uh, always seem to fall on Thanksgiving for some reason. But the uh, the ones that, that don't end in tragedy or something like that, it's great. You know, I get to go uh, see my family. You know, I, my uncle would always have a great Thanksgiving. It, lots of food. You know, I like to cook, so, you know, we can prepare stuff, lots of wine, just a good time. But the origins of Thanksgiving, I think, is a very important holiday, especially from the libertarian perspective or the perspective of liberty. I, I don't think a lot of people actually, this day and age, that the kids don't even really know why, like where Thanksgiving came from, why we celebrate it. Or, or just what happened to the pilgrims when they landed on Plymouth Rock, because it was not all sunshine and butterflies, okay? It was an unmitigated disaster from the get-go. I mean, they almost all fucking died of starvation and illness. And the reason for that was because they were, they were trying to set up communism. They, they came over, and they were going to do this collectivist communism uh, idea where everybody works, you know, everybody works the fields, you know, and you put everything in a, a big pot and you divvy it up equally for everybody. And for the first two years, as you can imagine, this didn't work out too well. A lot of people didn't feel like working in the fields. They were getting sick a lot. You know, they didn't, you know, they didn't feel the, the need to produce as much since they were going to get the same amount regardless of how much they produced. And the ones who were producing, the really efficient ones, well, they start to lose motivation because they're, they're producing all this stuff. And then Joe Schmo over there is sitting on his fucking ass all day. So basically what happens is they, they come within an inch of the entire colony dying off from starvation. And the third year, I think, it, that they were there, they, they decided to come up with the idea of personal property rights. Okay, and they gave each person or, or family or whatever a plot of land, and you grew whatever you wanted to grow on that land, and that was yours. And lo and behold, they start. They went from literally starving to death to having bountiful amounts of, of corn and, and food and all this stuff, so much so that they were able to start trading with each other as well. And, and the, the whole idea of like free enterprise came from the, the failure of communism, which is, you know, pretty incredible when you think about it. You know, they, they go over there and like, oh, yeah, we're going to start this, this commune. It's going to be wonderful. We're going to try to mimic the communism from Plato's Republic. They would all work and share in common and everything would be wonderful. And, of course, it, it turned out to be 
a complete disaster. But what came from that, and this was 400 years ago, uh, 1620, November of 1620, what came from that? The idea of property rights, of individualism, of free trade, free markets, it's all rooted in this, in this holiday. And nobody ever talks about that. You know, you just get together and you eat a turkey. And it's usually overcooked or something like that. But anyway, I, I think it's important to remind ourselves how fundamental the the ideas of, of property rights, personal property rights, individualism, freedom, liberty, how fundamental they are to the success of mankind and how, you know, how we went from a starving little colony to the biggest, most powerful country the world had ever seen and the most wealthy country the world had ever seen. Now, granted, our government has grown exponentially along with that and has managed to squander all of that wealth. And we've gone from the world's biggest creditor nation to the world's biggest debtor nation. We are going to ultimately this country, this empire is going to crumble under this mountain of debt that we have. But until that time comes, (laughs) yeah. I guess we can uh, we can be thankful for for everything that we have right now. And one of the things that I was really thankful for is that I was able to enjoy life before all of this coronavirus craziness. I mean, I'm thinking back to what life used to be like just a year ago, right? And I we took it for granted. We we take all of these liberties that we have for granted. You don't know what you got until it's gone. And once once it's gone, once they take away something from you, you never get it back. You never get it back. And we, we are on the verge of giving them literally everything that we have left. The last vestiges of our freedom, of our liberty, they're practically gone. They are like teetering on the precipice of being gone forever. I mean, Joe Biden gave this pathetic fucking speech was it yesterday where he says that, you know, we need to forego holiday traditions this year. You don't get to see your family. They're telling you how many people you can have over, how grandma needs to use the bathroom. There's a bunch of rules and regulations for that. I mean, it's mind boggling how far we've come in such a short period of time. I mean, it's incredible. Think back to just a year ago where you didn't have to ask permission to leave your house or to have people over. You could do whatever you wanted within reason. You could go anywhere you wanted. And now it's, you, you, can't, you can't do anything. There are people still living like vegetables in their house. They won't go to gatherings with more than six people. Why six people? I don't know. We're standing six feet apart, whatever it is, right? We're wearing masks everywhere. I mean, Jesus Christ, when I was on this plane, you should see some of these fucking freak shows. They're, they're completely fucking out of their minds. Let's take a quick second and thank our other dear, dear, dear sponsor of the show, our friends over at Lorenzotti Coffee. Guys, by now, you should know who the hell Lorenzotti Coffee is and the great premium Italian coffee that they serve up right to your door. And if you haven't already ordered some, I don't know what you're waiting for. I mean, who doesn't want some premium Italian roasted coffee every morning of their lives? 
So go to lorenzotti.coffee, use promo code FICTION for 10% off, and he's got some new products out there. So he's got a new grinder, a new coffee grinder. I know he's got a few left, so if you hurry and you get to the website, you can get yourself a a coffee grinder. I don't know when he's going to restock, hopefully in time for the holidays, but we'll we'll see how uh, how many he has left and how long those last. And he's also offering some some much bigger bundles, some bigger packages of coffee. So if you want to buy in bulk for the holidays or something like that, you can do that now. If you go for a limited time, you can get some some bigger packages of coffee at, at a better price point. So check them out, lorenzotti.coffee, promo code FICTION. All right, let's uh, get on with the show. I'm sorry, they're wearing... I saw one lady, I saw the first person wearing two masks at once. That was, uh, I, I'd heard of that. I'd seen something on like Twitter, but I'd never seen it in person. So she had two masks on. Another guy, plenty of people had masks, then goggles, and then a face guard over that. And they're wearing gloves. Uh, what the fuck is going on? These people are, liter- they've literally lost their minds. This disease, this virus, has over 99% survival rate, okay? I mean, this is, this is nonsense. It just, I don't know what to say anymore. I can't believe how many people have bought in to all of this propaganda. I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. We're doing the dumbest things I've ever seen people do. Like putting your mask on before you walk through the entry of a club uh, or a restaurant. And then you take your mask off when you sit down. I mean, we're, we're looking to politicians like fucking Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, or even on, on the local level, level, Cuomo, Gavin Newsom, that Lori Lightfoot in fucking Chicago. Get the fuck out of here. Why are we looking to these people to tell us how to live our lives? This is insane. These are the, the biggest bunch of unimpressive people I've ever seen in my fucking lives. And by the way, they're not following any of these rules anyway. They're rules for us because they're our rulers. They get to tell us what to do, but they get to do whatever the hell they want. They get to travel. They get to go to birthday parties. I know Gavin Newsom went to some birthday party for a staffer or some shit like that. I know uh, that big fat Pritzker motherfucker in Chicago, he's, he's been traveling a lot or his family's been traveling. I mean, fuck these people. Stop looking to the government to tell you what to do, how to live your lives as if they know what's best for you. This is, this is insane. This is absolutely ridiculous. This paternalism drives me crazy. And thank God I am not one of these people. And be thankful for that. If you're listening to this show, be thankful that you are not a mindless lemming looking to government for everything. Not just a, a handout, not just a $1,200 stimulus or universal basic income. You're, they're literally looking to the government to tell them what to wear, tell them where to go. When they, when they can go there, what they can do, what they can eat on Thanksgiving. Oh my God, I'm so thankful that I am I am just out of there. I am living my life. Uh, this whole experience, this whole pandemic has really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And one of them was that I was just wasting so much of my life, so much of it. And you know, it saddens me that I can't get a lot of it back. I can't get any of it back. But I hopefully I'm going to have a lot more ahead and I'm going to do whatever I can to avoid all of this 
COVID nonsense. And it, it does freak me out that they're, you know, we're talking, we went from land of the free, home of the brave to a, a country that we're going to have travel papers now. Like it, it's going to be, show me your papers. You're, did you get your vaccine? Show me your papers. You can't get on this plane. And it's like the government isn't even necessarily going to be the ones that are enforcing this. It's going to be corporations. Private companies are going to say you can't get on their plane. I forget the name of the airline. Some smaller airline that I'd never heard of has already decided that they're not going to allow passengers on unless they've been vaccinated. And that, that stuff is you know, it's all coming. The Ticketmaster did that thing where you can't go to the concerts unless you're vaccinated. It's like, okay. I, I mean, I haven't been to a concert in a really long time, um, but man, that, that, that really freaks me out. Uh, it, it freaks me out. I'm going to avoid it like the plague, which <laughs> ironically, uh, you know, th- this, I, I just can't believe that something so non-lethal has everybody throwing away their lives, just throwing them away willingly willingly giving up huge portions of their lives and not even that just like the things that make you happy that bring you joy the relationships the you know seeing your family on thanksgiving people are perfectly willing to not do that because they might get sick for a while i mean come on man come on and the fact that we're not allowed to make the decision for ourselves is just insane like we are allegedly adults, right? We, we are capable of electing all of these government officials, right? We just had this big election. We're capable of understanding all of these complicated issues and electing our rulers or our leaders, as they would say, but we're not capable of running our own lives. We're not capable of making basic decisions on where we're going to go, when we're going to go there, what we're going to eat. If we want to take that risk, I mean, you you have I I guarantee you. I don't know I don't have the numbers on this, but I bet you dollars to donuts that it is more dangerous to eat turkey than it is to than the corona than it is to catch the coronavirus. I mean like you have a better chance of dying from choking on your fucking food than you do of dying from the coronavirus. I guarantee you that the odds are greater. I mean th- this is insane. This is absolutely insane. And the idea that we can't, as adults, make these decisions for ourselves. I, I just, I'm still, I'm in shock, basically, that we have, we have governors and mayors and, and uh, you know, senators, presidents, uh, president-elect Joe Biden. Like, he's got this, he's standing in front of this fucking fake office, office of the president-elect. That doesn't even fucking exist. This is like a cartoon. This is so fucking bizarre. It's cartoonish. He's got a fake office. He's just pretending to be president, even though none of none of the uh, vote counts are official or anything. There's all kinds of lawsuits going around and recounts, and God only knows what's going to happen with that. Most likely, Biden is going to be sworn in on January 20th, but now he's just playing president. It's like he's <laughs> in a fake office somewhere. I mean, he could have just done this from the beginning, just set up the office of the president-elect in that basement that he was hanging out at for six months. <laughs> And, and start telling us what to do. All of these insane fucking orders coming down. Like, you can't fucking go have Thanksgiving dinner with fucking grandma. I, I just can't. I, I can't believe. Oh, because we have more cases. 160,000 new cases a day. Uh, okay. Who cares? 
Who cares about cases? This was never about cases. Coronavirus is not going anywhere. These lockdowns are fucking bullshit. There's, there's no evidence that they work. I mean, if they did work, like, think about this for two seconds, right? If they worked, then we wouldn't be where we are today, right, with the second wave, because the lockdown worked. And if the lockdown didn't work, and as I've been talking about till I'm blue in the face, the second you stop locking down, you're going to see a surge in cases, well, then why are we doing the lockdown again? If it worked, we shouldn't have to do it again. And if it didn't work, why the fuck would we do it again? I mean, this is like the bizarro world. Nobody is like, what happened to rational thought? It just went completely out the fucking window. This is like idiocracy on fucking steroids. I've never seen people act so fucking stupid in my entire life. Goggles, two masks, a face thing over there, gloves. Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) Taking your mask off in between bites of food to eat, putting a a hole in the mask so you can blow on your fucking trombone. I mean, what is going on? What is going on? We got fake fucking presidents. We got Lori Lightfoot dressed as, uh, what was that movie with uh, Blank Man? (laughs) Fucking Damon Wayans or whatever. She's, She's coming out there as the coronavirus killer looking like Blank Man. And these are the people, these are the leaders that we're looking to, to organize society, to run our lives, to tell us what to do. That's it. These idiots. You got to be fucking kidding me. I I just, I I don't know what the hell is going on anymore. I am just so thankful that I am not a part of it. And I haven't just lost my fucking mind like the entire planet has collectively with present company excluded and with the exception of a small handful of people. It just really is mind-boggling. I hope we can snap out of this. I really do. But man, does it look does it look bad? I mean, people are just waiting for these vaccines now, and it's like that's going to solve everything. And of course, I know if I don't get the vaccine, that somehow means that your your vaccination won't work or whatever. I I don't even know what to say anymore. I just <laughs> I wasn't even planning on uh, ranting about any of that, but. Um, I, I meant to just talk about all the things that I was thankful for instead of all the things that I'm not thankful for. But I guess um, you know, it is what it is. I, I really am thankful for a lot of things that I have going on in my life right now. Uh, this this podcast, uh, for starters, has just been... I mean, it's not, it's not where I want it to be right now. I, I still have a, a lot of work to do with this and a, a lot more listeners to get. I want to get much bigger, but... The, the fact that it is what it is at this point is very rewarding. I, I'm very grateful for all of you guys that listen and that I'm in a position where I can do it. And it, it's something that I, I enjoy doing. It's something that um, I'm, hopefully I can make some, some good money doing and I can do it from anywhere in the world because I am going to have to hop around a lot. I think that's just going to be the way I live uh, for the next uh, foreseeable future. Like, I'm not going back to Chicago for a really long time. I'm going to go back for Christmas. I'm going to try to tie up some loose ends there. I have a condo there that I have to deal with. But after that, man, I am just, I'm hitting the fucking road, and I'm going wherever the coronavirus fucking crazies are not. And I, I I will seek out, you know, I will go to the ends of the earth to avoid being one of those people that's got to put on like 25 different fucking things of gear before they leave the house in paranoia and just sitting at home watching fucking Netflix all day. No, no, no. I, I'm going, 
I'm walking the beach, I'm going fishing, spear fishing, rock climbing, cliff diving, whatever the hell I want to do, I'm going to do it. And I'm just grateful that I was able to catch the, the mistakes that I was making in life before it was too late. I mean, like I said, I've wasted a lot of time being unhappy, doing you know things I didn't want to do in places I didn't want to be. I'm glad that um, one of the things that I've taken away from this, I'm thankful for, is that I was able to to make the changes before it was too late. And it's you know it's never too late to make a change, but you know we we spend so much time in the the daily grind. And we always put things off for another day. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, I'll do that later. I'll get to that some other time. And you keep putting it off and you keep making excuses. And I'm just glad that I finally fucking did it. I, I just went for it. I'm working on a, a lot of different things here that I, I think are going to really make me happy in the long run and hopefully very successful. So, yeah, I'm just I'm really grateful for where I'm at right now. And that I can do it. I can do what I'm doing from anywhere in the world with an internet connection. I do miss my family and friends back in Chicago, and I, I can't wait to see them when I when I go back. But uh, you know, it's just it's one of those things where I, I can't. I, I'm not just going to be you know staying at home in in Chicago, withering away, wasting the the best years of my life. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to do it. Not for something like this. Not for, you know, not for uh, Lori Lightfoot, not for Pritzker, not for Trump, not for Biden, not for any fucking politician or anybody else. Nobody has a claim to your life, okay? If Oh, nice, they're starting the construction again. That's one thing I'm not grateful for. They're doing some construction right next to my tower. There's just these jackhammers going constantly all day long, and it doesn't look like there's any end in sight, so... Not thankful for that, but other than that, you know, I've had a I've had a great time out here. This is you know coming back to to PV has has been one of the best decisions I've made. I've made some some really met some really cool people, made some really good re- lasting relationships out here. Let's take a quick break for a second because I have a brand new sponsor that I am very excited to have them on board, and I think all of you smokers out there listening to the Peddling Fiction podcast are going to love this product as well. We're getting into a, a time of year where it's freezing cold outside. Maybe you don't want to have to go outside the bar or the restaurant or your office or wherever you're at to go get that nicotine fix. Instead of doing all that, all you have to do now is grab one of your Zipix toothpicks. These are nicotine-laced flavored toothpicks that were created in 1993 in a pharmacy, and they are FDA registered, which is pretty cool. So basically, you can take these to help curve your cravings for, for nicotine for all you smokers out there. They come in six delicious flavors. I know he's got a whiskey one that I'm pretty excited to try out. But each toothpick, and this is really cool, each toothpick is infused under like a vacuum with with nicotine and flavor. And you can use it anywhere you can't use a cigarette. So uh, I know for people that are suffering over there in Chicago, it's about to get pretty damn cold outside. And maybe you don't want to go outside to smoke the cigarette. You can pop one of these in your mouth wherever you are. You don't have to worry about smelling like cigarettes, tasting like cigarettes. You'll keep your teeth nice and white, and you can still curve those uh, nicotine cravings. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. I'm 
personally, I'm not a smoker, but I know I, I bet a lot of you guys are. And it's the only way that I've ever heard of where you can get non-inhalation nicotine. That doesn't involve putting a bunch of stuff in your mouth and having to spit every couple of minutes or keeping a, a big wad of tobacco in the side of your cheek or a bunch of nicotine gum or something like that. This is it's a toothpick. You can pop it in. You can pop it out. You can take a little bit now. You can save it for later. Pop it back in when you have another craving or anything like that. It just seems like another great option for anybody that smokes or that dips or likes chewing tobacco or something like this. This could be a great alternative for you. That's very easy to, to handle, easy to operate, and that doesn't gross a lot of people out. You know, a lot of people out there don't like smokers, don't like people who smell like cigarettes. I know a lot of women out there are disgusted by uh, people who do chewing tobacco or dip. You know, I used to dip a little bit when I played baseball. And believe me, fellas, the ladies do not like it. All right. I'm, I'm sure they would much rather prefer you just pop a toothpick in your mouth to, to satisfy those cravings. You can pop one of these toothpicks in your mouth, chew on it, suck on it a little bit, whatever you got to do. And no one will be none the wiser that you're getting your nicotine fix from the toothpick. They cost less than cigarettes, less than dip, less than chew, and any of the other over-the-counter nicotine alternatives. These, are, these will be less expensive. They offer 2-milligram and 3-milligram toothpicks. And for $5.99, you get a 20-pack free shipping. And they also have a flavor bundle, an ultimate flavor bundle. It has all six flavors in 20-count packs. So if you want to try them all, that would be the best way to do it. It's really the best of both worlds <laughs> this day and age where nowhere in the United States can you smoke a cigarette, right? First it was the, the smoking section, then it was outside the door, then it was 10 feet from the door. Now you're like down the street in an alley freezing your balls off. Forget all that. Get yourself some Zipix toothpicks. You can zip more, smoke less. So go to zipixtoothpicks.com. Use my promo code FICTION so they know I sent you, and you'll get 10% off your order. That is Zipix, Z as in zebra, I-P-P-I-X, toothpicks.com, promo code FICTION. And, and don't, you know, like I said, don't let anybody tell you what you can do and when you can do it. I mean, this is not what life is supposed to be about. Nobody has a claim to your life, okay? If they want to sit inside and be paranoid, you know, freaks about about some virus that they have a 99.8% chance of surviving, fine. That's on them. If they want to walk around with a helmet on and 14 masks and gloves and a, you know, a whole hazmat suit to protect themselves from, from viruses, okay, that's fine. Or don't go out. I don't care. But you don't get to tell me what to do. You don't get to tell other people what to do. You don't have a claim to their lives. And nobody should be able to tell you what you can and cannot do, who you can go see, when you can go see them, what you can eat, what you can wear, whatever. I mean, this is this is like basic fundamental freedom 101, right? That's something that, you know, we should be thankful for the freedoms that we have left. But at the same time, we should be deeply troubled as to how many we've allowed slip through our grasp, where we are right now as a country, as a planet. It's really just tragic what has happened and how far, how far we've come from those days when the, the pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock. I mean, we've come full circle. We're instituting more and more socialism every day. Like I said, we never learn from our mistakes. It's like we've learned nothing from anything. 
nothing from history. We keep trying the same things over and over again and and expecting different results. It's literally insane. And, you know, we've got people now with this second wave and fear of lockdowns coming. They're doing the exact same shit that they were doing back in March. Stockpiling toilet paper, you know, ransacking the stores. Nobody has learned anything. And it's very depressing to me that uh, that there's just no getting through to these people. But hopefully there are enough sane people left that we, we can find a place to go where we can live our lives the way we see fit. And I hope that all, all of you guys listening out there are going to ignore all of these bullshit government decrees that they have no authority giving and that you're going to go see your family on Thanksgiving if you want to that you're going to get together with the people that you care about, have a nice meal, have some drinks, have some fun, some good conversation, do do what you want to do. This is what life is about, right? The relationships, getting together with people, having fun, eating, drinking. If you don't have that, I mean, what do you have? Uh, this is so basic and fundamental. And the, the idea that people are willing to sacrifice that until some vaccine comes along or until the, the government tells them that it's okay is just absolutely insane to me. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that I'm not a part of it. I'm so thankful that you guys are, are here listening to this podcast and that I have some great people in my lives, friends and family all the way around, just wonderful uh, people who, who I, I would risk a lot more than the coronavirus for any one of them. And I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I hope you guys have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'll be back on Monday with the regularly scheduled programming that you guys have come to know and love. Oh, I, I do have, I, I guess, a couple of announcements, right? Don't forget about the private Facebook group. While, while we still have that, um, you guys should definitely join it. All you have to do is go on Facebook and search for the Pedaling Fiction podcast. I think it comes right up, and then you answer a couple questions. We let you in. We are in the process of migrating to some other platforms. So I know we have a MeWe account set up. I don't really know how to use that yet, but I will I will look into it. Um, and I think we're we're working on getting onto Parlor maybe. But we, we tried when it was like when everybody was was migrating over there after the elections and the the site just crashed and it turned into like a whole uh, headache of a thing, but keep an eye out for that stuff. Check out our YouTube channel. Justin's putting out a lot of good content. Support our sponsors if you can, and if you want to become a supporting listener of the show, you can do that by going to peddlingfictionpodcast.com. Oh, speaking of, I, I talked to Kiara's mom the other day. She's doing great. No, she hasn't had any more issues. I think she had a, a doctor's appointment a couple days ago. So far, so good. So uh, thank you guys again so much for all of you that, that donated to that cause. I'm going to have them come to the, the pool one of these days before I leave, and, and we'll, have a, we'll have a little fun in the sun and uh, maybe take some pictures for you guys posted in the private Facebook group, which reminds me, I, I'm going to, to pose a question because I know I owe you guys, those of you who contributed to the Kiara Fund, a, a, some sort of special content, some extra content. I don't know what you guys want, but I'm going to put it to a vote. We're going to do this democratically. You know how much I love democracy, but ultimately it will be my decision. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would like some ideas on, on what it is you guys would like as a reward, just a thank you for, for all of you guys that contributed to that cause. So uh, look for that in the private Facebook group. Follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. 
I've got a couple interviews coming up for the show. So on December 3rd, which I think is a week from today, we're going to have David Gay of Liberty Memes on. And we're going to talk about sort of what we just did with the whole Kiara thing. Volunteerism, helping communities, like coming together, and um, just all things libertarianism, I guess. I love, I love Liberty Means, so that's going to be really fun to, to have him on. Then I think we're going to have Todd Hagopian, the libertarian-in-chief on Twitter, as you might know him as. He's going to be on for an interview. I don't think we've scheduled it yet, but he's committed to it. So uh, we're going to have him on sometime in January, that's going to be. So that's coming down the pike. And then we have a, a former combat veteran, freelance writer, Aaron Gardner, who's also a fan of the show and a listener. He's going to come on and we're going to talk about uh, gun rights, things like that, um, open source technology, ways to stay safe, keep Google and the government out of your data and things like that. So that's going to be a real interesting interview too. Haven't scheduled that yet, but that's that's definitely happening as well. It'll probably be sometime in the next couple of weeks. I have been trying to get some more libertarian women on the show because I think that's an interesting topic to, to discuss just women in libertarianism and why there aren't as many as we'd like, how we can get more, things like that. So if you know anybody who you'd like to have on the show, uh, hit me up on Twitter, hit them up on Twitter, tag them, start going after these people so we can get the, we can get some of them on for an interview as well. And um, yeah, that's about it. If you guys can do all that for me, I will be back Monday with a brand new episode for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.